developing future. Brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo, a leading source of knowledge in fast emerging Asia and the Pacific for 20 years. How can private investors be persuaded to invest in public infrastructure like new highways, railways and dams? Many governments don't want to incur further debt and most politicians are reluctant to impose new or higher taxes on citizens who use the infrastructure. Institutional investors such as pension funds don't generally see infrastructure as an attractive investment option. This is especially so in emerging economies with untried borrowers. Yet tax-free municipal bonds in the United States show that private investors will consider such projects. For decades, these bonds have been an acceptable investment class for institutional investors. But there are a few catches. The private investor needs to accept the local political risk, legal environment and project risks. The investor must also believe the borrower is reliable and creditworthy and be able to estimate that future revenues can service the debt. Emerging economies may have attractive projects, but governments still face pressure to use scarce public funds without tapping new private money. This is a lost opportunity. Recent research by the Asian Development Bank Institute shows that governments could attract private money if they accepted that future tax revenues should be fairly shared with investors. The key here is to recognise new highways, railways and dams generate economic spillovers that increase tax revenue. The Tokyo-based institute calculated increases in tax revenues from project spillovers in various countries in the region. These range from Japan and the Philippines to Uzbekistan and India. The findings show that after an initial spike around construction, there tends to be a lag of a few years before much income starts flowing to tax collectors. Some spillovers are unexpected, such as in tourism and education in the case of new transport infrastructure. The challenge is to convince governments, tax authorities, rating agencies and investors to start looking at the big picture by considering all aspects of a project. The Institute therefore proposed bonds that tap future tax revenues and share new revenue streams with original investors. Such bonds could help kickstart infrastructure projects. They would not raise tax rates, nor would they impose new taxes or levies to get more money. Instead, the bonds would be based on new sources of wealth and future revenues after a project has been completed. The spillover effect of infrastructure can create jobs and industries that boost government tax revenue, which could be shared with bondholders, increasing the rate of return. The Institute nicknamed such a bond as Kicker Bond in honour of Oregon's tax rebate system, in which budget surpluses are returned to state taxpayers. Unlocking future value for present use is not a new concept. In recent centuries, railway companies in the United States and Japan could service their debt by selling or developing real estate next to their tracks or part of their rights of way. In the post-war period, the U.S. Highway Trust Fund ensured that a few cents on every tax dollar from gas sales would be used for future roadworks on freeways. And in 2009, the U.S. Recovery Act included bonds with subsidies of 35% on the interest owed to investors and refundable tax credits for bondholders. Elsewhere, the International Vaccine Alliance, known as GAVI, used future government cash flows in Europe for a vital social programme. Five-year bonds with government contributions over two decades ensured yields at least three-tenths of a percentage point above U.S. Treasury bonds of a similar maturity. 
Financial engineering is driven by new approaches to old problems, as shown by the success of green bonds or social or development impact bonds. Perhaps the time of kicker bonds for infrastructure has also arrived. This was based on a post on ADBI's blog, Asia Pathways, written by ADBI Dean, Naoyuki Yoshino, and ADBI legal advisor, Grant Stillman. This has been Asia's Developing Future, brought to you by the Asian Development Bank Institute in Tokyo. See the show notes for the transcript and related material. For more information about us, please visit adbi.org. 